Hey, what's up, Radio Shorty Podcast listeners? It's your man, DJ Hi Kevin, and we have a very special episode coming this week, and then part two coming next week. So enjoy this first half of the Nick Spinelli interview, followed by next week where we finish it all up. I promise it's worth the two-week wait. Garen fucking teed. Let me, let me get the truth serum. All right. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take some truth serum for you guys, all right? Okay. Yeah. Under the tongue. Hold it. Mm-hmm. Hold it. You got to hold that shit. Fucking Jersey, man. Do whatever you want. Three. I dripped it, motherfucker. Oh, my God. You drool. <laughs> mm. All right. Bro, when I say we have legal weed, we got every weed product ever. You name it, we got it. It's fucking yeah. great. Right down the road. Literally, I drive five minutes down the road. I can buy whatever the fuck I want. I have the craziest weed. The craziest weed. Yeah. Give us the, the craziest, craziest edibles. Give us Are you like big on edibles now? Uh, oh, yeah. I love edibles. I, yeah, all the time. Um, I got this shit. Um, it's by Tyson. It's Tyson 2.0. It's Mike Tyson's weed. It's, um, it's called KY Jealous. Oh, my, oh God. my God, dude. It's called KY Jealous. I swear to God, I can't find the fucking name thing. But this shit is a crazy indica. Like, I smoked it last night. I couldn't find my feet. What per, do you know? Do you know what percentage it is? It's like it's like twenty nine percent or something like that. Thirty one percent. Fuck. Yeah, I was higher than giraffe pussy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you know there what I'm talking is. about. Let's there go, baby. All right. 90 seconds in. So We're already safe. fucking... <laughs> We're a minute and a half in. I think we uh, said it here. It's the best we've ever done. Radio Shorty Podcast with me, DJ Hi Kevin. Wait, you? this isn't live, is it? No, no it's no, not no, live. No, no. Uh, okay. I could you, be. Yeah, we could I was actually... Yeah. And this program's capable of live as well? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and, but, but then, like, but then uh, it still records and uploads the same way, so... Uh, so you could do it live, but then afterwards, you, when you clip it out, it's all going to be like to the gods, like quality. That's so yeah, cool. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's Interesting. tight. Shorty, uh, yeah, Shorty definitely did his research on it. Um, this is dope. Yeah. We, uh, if you need a fucking promo code, let us know. Oh, uh, we're... Got you, we dude. have one? Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, affiliate program. I'm sure there's affiliate program. I, I was Man, like, I'm is. broke. I'm going to set up everything I fucking can. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that part. I didn't know we had like a link to send people. I'd be sending. Oh yeah, bro. I'm rich as fuck. I'm just fucking embezzling from you. <laughs> Kevin's we got twelve dollars off of Spotify, and we got twenty six dollars off of Riverside. Well, I'm rich as okay. fuck. We're, I mean, we're balling this year. We balling this year. You know what's crazy though, where the world, like where the world's going, social media wise and everything, is like uh, all the major corporations are starting to uh, roll out, uh, you know, beta programs, uh, affiliate programs with smaller yeah. social media influencers. Uh, Walmart's doing it now. Same thing uh, that like Amazon has, where you can have his Amazon link. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the major retailers are doing that. Target, Walmart, and then all those smaller ones, and them are going to do it. Like within the next five to ten years. You know, if you have any type of following online, uh, like it's insane, like how much money you can make. Like you can literally get a commission off any product ever well, coming, the, the, like moving forward. The corn kid had uh, commercials. I saw him on TV one night. Like he did some commercial for some restaurant or something. 
Well, but he's famous and he got hired. I'm saying, yeah. like, even if you're not famous, like, even if you have, like, you know, 5,000 followers or whatever, but, like, you have a good, loyal, like, you know, people that, like, Following. you know, listen to what you're saying, you know, you can literally have an affiliate link to any product ever and, and make a commission yeah. off of anything without having a deal, without having to deal with a marketing rep at this company or whatever. All you have to do is just sign up, like, just like Amazon. I could just, I could pull an affiliate link to anything on Amazon and make a commission. You know what I mean? Like, when that's widely available, you know, it, it's, it, it's literally going to change, like change everything. You know what I mean? It's so sure. easy to make money now. Like, like so many more people are going to quit their fucking jobs. Like, yeah. you, like, you know, if you have any type of following online, you could pay your bills. It, it's, no. it's like unreal where everything's going. And you it's like pay very exciting. Just pay one fucking bill. Well, that's you how know. you start. That's how right? it starts. Right. You know, 50 a month. That's something, you know, like it pays a bill. Well, it's like, uh, right. you know, like original, like back in the day, it was just like your Kim Kardashians. You know, you, if you weren't a Kim Kardashian or a, you know, any type of celebrity that's on TV, you know, or in a movie, you know, forget about matter. it. Now, like, again, like I, I brought the corn kid up just cause I saw him real quick on a TV commercial, but if the kid's not even, what is he? 12 or whatever. Like he, and he's probably, hopefully his parents are smart and banked whatever money, because I feel like the corn kid is he's run his course. You know, we're good now. Yeah. We got you. We saw you. We're done. We don't need you to see you anymore, but bank that money, you know? Yeah. Well, what companies are doing, they're realizing that they don't need to hire The Rock to, uh, to, to have an advertising campaign. They can do it with smaller influencers, smaller, like, regular people that just have small followings. Because if you hire a bunch of the small ones or, like, you know, let the, a bunch of the small ones be affiliated and pay them mm-hmm. a small commission, you know what I mean? You can get... Rock, you know, just as much money as if you endorsed The Rock and had The Rock do a commercial for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's where marketing is going. It used to be, like you said, only celebrities would get these deals. Now, like, anybody. Like, it's all fair game, and it's just it's fucking crazy, man. It's, 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 it's this is the time. You, you put the content out there, build a following, because it's going to be so fucking easy to make money off that following in the future. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's just, it, you'd be goofy not to. I watch a lot of, like, van lifers on YouTube. I know that sounds weird. Uh, but they all have that. like, you know, like today's show brought to you by, and then they'll hold up like a powder you put in the water and it's like, you know, green yep. goodness for you or whatever. And, you know, they have a promo code and stuff, but like, again, like it, the difference between Kim Kardashian and then the, like Karen Nate is one of the like couples I watch on the van lifers. I can relate to Karen Nate because they just seem like everyday people, you know, like they're, yeah. they're in a fucking van driving around the country, you know, like, yep. Kim Kardashian has 76 bodyguards. There's no way you're getting anywhere near her. Whereas yep. like Karen Nate, you see her on the street or see them on the street. You're more, li- they're more likely to be like approachable and nice and not so you're more Kim likely Kardashian. to buy their recommendation. Cause they're more right. like you, you know 100%. what I mean? Rather than. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that, that there's that huge gap between me and Kim Kardashian, you know, that mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know the journey in between all of that between, mm-hmm. You know, me and, and, uh, and, you know, like if the man starts making money slinging shit, I'll yeah. buy whatever mushroom powder he wants me to buy because mm-hmm. he's a friend, you know, and I, well, and I know that he's got a life. Well, right? Nick Spinelli, like <clears throat> if a weed company came to Nick Spinelli and said, we want to make a Nick Spinelli strand yeah. of weed, are we going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to go would, for it? Oh my God. I would, I would chop my leg off to make that happen. What would you <laughs> okay. name your, what would you name your strand? I have no fucking Nicolicious. I don't know. I would name it, it would be something crazy. I, I but I would I would love that would be insane. That's bucket list for me. But even just a regular sponsorship from any type of weed company, I'd I'd rep any weed brand. Hell yeah, I'm, hell yeah. yeah. You heard it here first. Nuts. Weed brands, 
Uh, Are we seeing Rogue, weed? Rogue Podcast is, is working with a bunch of them. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. I heard well, they're yeah. doing uh, Crooked's birthday is the 26th, two days after mine. Um, Scorpio's, Scorpio season coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're throwing this fucking massive party. Dude, holy shit. That thing sounds amazing. Um, it's their yeah, five-year like anniversary of the show coming up, too. So they got a lot to celebrate. I love so, those guys. They're so cool. Love Kevin was saying that or was saying that May ended or they were talking about ending the show. Is that is that what you were saying a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, they've been talking about coming to the to the uh, let's just crooked just being crooked, you know. He's he just, just like, like, "Oh, you know, we've been doing it 5 years. Like this thing has to end eventually, like, you know, so Bro, every day that every episode you record, you're one closer to the last episode. In in why my are opinion. You? Why the la- why? Where because you just it's just, every day we live, we're one day closer to dying. You know, I'm not I saying I'm not trying Stern's to be morose. What a pessimistic ass way, <laughs> man! Fuck that. No, I'm just like, saying like we're obviously always getting better, but at the same time, you fuck Howard Stern, man. I don't listen to that shit. But I'm saying like he's he's. I think he's dead. Now. I think I he's know, actually same. dead, and he's still doing shows, right? Like yeah, right. from the grave. Yeah, I used to, I used to, I used to love Howard Stern, and then he bro, got old bro. and cranky, and then he got super opinionated, and I'm like, bro, I don't want to fucking hear your opinions. Bro, I want to hear you. I want to hear Fart with man. these hilarious. Yeah, I want to, I want to hear these hilarious segments. I want to hear these crazy interviews you should do. Like, not none of this one sided yeah. bullshit. Howard Stern. He, he, fell tur- off he big turned time. his steering wheel left hard. Just yeah, like left and his, he turned the Sibian like, off. That was the yeah, biggest fucking mistake. Left right? into the fucking ocean, to the bottom, to the. <laughs> And then he's still got his foot on the gas, like, Robin, push, bitch. Like, yeah, like, it's insane. Robin, go do some crazy drug or shit on the highway or something. Bro, I miss the show. I miss, like, Sour Shoes days where, like, Sour Shoes would just come on and just beat every fucking character on that show. And now it's just, like, I have XM, so, like, I'll I'll pop on and just kind of see. And literally, I remember 2021-ish. Like, I get 2020, COVID, understand, you want to talk about cool. Well, like yeah. late 2021, I just would see on the RDS on the screen, it would say COVID. And I was like, nope. I would literally just like punch it. I didn't even want to know. I didn't even want to know. Like, so many people bitching. made that mistake, like, like continued to talk about COVID like a year or two. Like, it's just like people got tired of it. Just shut the fuck. I don't want to hear about it. even uh, at weddings. Right? You, right. you The people that bring it up during the speeches, like the dad will go up there and they'd be like, uh, you're doing the welcomes. Thank you all for coming. We know it's been our left year. You don't have to say it's been a rough year, you fucking idiot. Like, thanks for reminding everybody in the room. I was we just dropping here. bangers while they're coming in the ballroom. Everyone's right. vibing. Everyone's three drinks deep because they're in cocktail hour. Now you're going to bring up COVID, you fucking buzzkill. You fucking buzzkill. Get the fuck. I almost cut off so many mics. It's like, why? Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. We know what happened. You know? Is right. it just me? No, no, no. I actually, no, I during COVID... I used to say, like, my intro would be like, you know, the, everybody else is already in, right? Music goes down. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, if you're able, please rise up out of your seat. If you've planned a wedding ever, then you know how hard it is. Now, imagine doing it during a global pandemic. I used to do that shit, and I just, I didn't know when to stop. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I did it in 2021 because they they still yeah. planned during it all, you know? And I think it was just at, God, it was probably just a couple months ago I stopped doing that because I was, like, word tracking. You know, but what the fuck? Really? You got the fucking Go XLR set up to just hit fucking sad trombones on me, you blinking bitch. Nick, I I only have two on mine, which is that and then our little like sound effect. That's all. That's all I've got. I I got all kinds of shit. 
Um, you'll see what I got throughout the net, throughout this interview. Do I have the routing set up? No, I don't. Hang on. I see oh, a God, your fucking dude, fart dude. noise. So, wow. so, have you played with d- demand on Call of Duty lately, Nick? Like, if you, he's nah, got his GoXLR now, and oh my fucking Christ. Yeah, man, he's got sound it's... effects for days. He was showing me it, though. It's a really, really, it's for Windows only, of course. But, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's fucking cool. The, the voice change and shit. Is, uh, I wish I had that voice change and shit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have now boarded flight 696. So you, so you have the same GoXLR? That's what that is? I got it first. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I got it. I had it first, yeah. That's so cool. It's fun yeah. as fuck, dude. I'll tell I'm you what. Like, it was, uh, it was a so good combo between the go xlr and buying this at the same time because i was going from a it, usb microphone into is that nothing. the 7 mb or whatever what's the show yeah, called sm7b yeah, yeah, sm7b yeah. yeah big the man. first show that kevin and i ever did together he had some other microphone and we got done and i was like i, I you can't want to see it? it hold up let me go get it let me go get it it literally was like it, i don't know if it's from like 1962 the thing sounded like there was like tin foil inside of it and he's like speaking yeah, it's like, a can the first, the first episode was terrible. Literal speaking in the can. Did you find it? Where All is right. it? Here it is. It's right here. It's just a little USB, John. And I got so fucking that insecure look that, bad. that I wrote sure on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that looks like the MV7, that little shore, John. Um, it does, it, so, I, it, honestly, I it's probably about as good, but I spent $112 less than uh, demanded on his. This was like a thirty dollar bullshit. Oh, fucking, okay. you know, no, 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 just USB yeah, only. Yeah, the MV seven's like three hundred bucks, I think. So yeah, and it's. I'm sorry, dude. It sucks. The, the MV seven. Oh, yeah, the one below. The smaller, this one? sure, yeah. is not up to par. Oh, you don't think? Oh, no, I guess I just use it on Twitch. I used it. Um, I had the MV seven first. I didn't buy this right away because I was like, right. oh, well, the MV seven looks similar. Like it's got to be the same. And I didn't think it was terrible for like I did a couple shows with it, but then I I moved to this and it's like unbelievable. Yeah, this thing's unbelievable. Insane. Yeah, like, oh, they, yeah I love you, you know, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jackson recorded the entire Thriller album on this. Are you all serious? On this exact mic. <sighs> Yours? All so the you Thriller bought it mi- from him? Like the exact yeah. so, mic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. But I had to take a few rides in Neverland. I'll never be the same. <laughs> wow. um, but at least I have his mic now, right? What sounds like he had your mic pillow or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He 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 wanted he wanted to wear the same robe at the same time or something. I don't know. I just went with it. <laughs> I just went with it. Oh, dude. Come here, Nicholas. Oh, Get on God. my lap. Come sit down and let's tell stories. Do you still play Michael Jackson because he's so fucked up? Did you see that document? How do you still play him with yep. with with a heart? You know what? You don't know how because I didn't see the fucking documentary. All right, that's how. All right, because I don't. What I don't know won't shit. hurt me, yeah, bro. Literally, <laughs> he's got too many hits. I can't cancel him. It'll fuck me up. What about Ye? Uh, bro, can we talk I'm, about Ye? Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, Ye is um, bro. He's calling Ye's Michael G- Rappaport. And calling him a bitch and going DEFCON well, 3 Michael, on Michael Rappaport. Is? Michael yeah, Rappaport is a bitch. I heard the voicemail. Michael Rappaport is a bitch. He's yeah, crying he every five seconds. I can't fucking stand that guy. Ye is a genius, and he's hard to understand. You, he talks in riddles. You got you to, gotta like, fucking decode what he's fucking saying. The core of what he's trying to say, I agree with. He just, he just, he goes about it. The, the way he articulates himself is fucking crazy, and and, and so he's going to come off as crazy, and he's very yeah. easy. You, it's very easy to take a clip of him and point at it and be like, look, this guy's crazy, and, and, and anybody would be like, yeah, you're right, he's crazy. Like, you got to dig deeper, 
But, um, you know, I, it, it is what it is. I, again, I respect his art. Ye yeah. is top three for rappers for me. Like, for the sure. graduation album changed my life when I graduated high school. Like, it literally came out the year I graduated high school. And then, like, I've been into him ever since. And, like, I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I got the same thing on vinyl. See you, too, baby. Yeah. Graduation. Hell yeah. So, I saw, you know, I, I watched crazy the interview though. with Tucker Carlson on YouTube. Like, I just wanted to see, like, what could, you know, what was going down. Yeah. And, like, some of it he was saying, and I was like, I, I mean, it's hard to follow. Well, but I was like, once you kind of broke it down, I was like, I mean, he's not, ter- he's not all that wrong. Like there were some things he was actually saying where I was like, you know, he's saying it. He, it's almost like he speaks like he's rapping. You know, like we he, got, he just yeah. Ooh. We got to realize this. That there's a lot of things we don't know. Like when, when you become one of the greatest rappers of all time, and you're in that industry, you're in Hollywood, you're in like that music industry. And then like, there's so much shit that we don't know about that happens. And like, he knows about all of it and he doesn't give a fuck. He calls it all out and calls it like it is. And, and, and literally flames fucking everybody. And so like, he's going to be trying to be silenced by everybody. Like, you know what I mean? So like, there's so much, like, I feel like there's so much context missing about what he says too. Like it's just, there's a, it's a whole nother fucking world out there. Like when you get to like that type of level with billions of fucking dollars, you know, Uh, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I respect the guy. He, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's a genius. It is what I it miss is, you the, know? I miss the Pete Davidson, Kanye West drama. Like, you know, Bro, that was Pete, there still like is. He just called ago. him. A, he just <laughs> called him a heroin addict this week. He was oh, no, like, yeah, that. that fucking heroin addict. When he was fucking with my girl, he literally called him a heroin addict. I was like, oh, my God, Ooh. is that true? And then I'm like, I mean, he kind of looks like one. But like, is he, he? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, so it made me wonder. He's still flaming Skeet. Him. Skeet Davidson. Bro, that's so fucking Skeet. funny. That's so funny. I don't I know. That it, it's, Con- it's, it's, it's crazy shit. Yeah. Kanye West, uh, and this was like the first year I got into radio. Um, he was uh, on tour here. John Legend was his piano player. So this is before John Legend really even blew up. Mm-hmm. And we had an after party for like listeners to come after the concert. Kanye West like announced that at the show that he was going to go to the after party. We were not prepared for any of this because it was just supposed to be an after party for like listeners. No, no artists were saying they were coming, whatever. What do you need to prepare? Secret service? Well, I mean, when, when Kanye West yeah. says he's going to walk I into know. the Hyatt Regency and the occupancy is like, oh, they were going to do it in the lobby bar. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, wait. So he, wait, you mean he announced it at the concert? At the so concert. So now everybody at the concert's like, yo, go to Hyatt Regency. We can meet Kanye. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So bro, he, <laughs> that's crazy. he, um, he announces it. He, uh, and then he, uh, he doesn't, but like one of his handlers calls one of our people and was like, Hey, Kanye wants to come to the after party, but he said that he's not stepping foot in the door unless he has chicken wings and mini bottles ready for him. And we were like, well, it's 1130. So, so, and it's Greenville. So it's not like New York city where I'm yeah, sure you can go get chicken wings and mini bottles anywhere you'd like. This is Greenville. So literally, the sales girl happened to just 7-11. know a, She just happened to know a bartender at a bar and was like, "I don't care what the fucking price is, just name it. I want all your mini bottles." Bought them all, went to a chicken wing place. So you know, we we had it ready for him. Yeah. And he, bro, he walks in. Everybody's cheering. You know, they're screaming his name. He hops up on this like fucking folding table, this wooden folding table. Yells at scientist who's the Ying Yang Twins DJ. Give me a fucking mic. Grabs a microphone and destroys it. Just fucking 
went, I mean, I'm talking like, and I don't know how scientists knew like what song to play and what instrumental. I don't know if they like talked about it before. I don't know. But like literally he sang like four or five songs. People, he jumps off the fucking table, just drops the mic and like starts walking out. It just left people like in awe. Like just, he left it all on that table per se. Um Wow. And then literally, like, walked by all of us and was, like, just shaking her hand, like, hey, thanks for buying my album. That's what he kept saying to us. Like, yeah, thanks for buying my album. I was like, how, how the fuck do you know if I bought your album or not? I didn't. The fuck, know I torrented that, that shit. Yeah, but I, I did. It's a uh, great album. That documentary gave me chills, man. Like, he really did. Like, he he's, he's the definition of speaking everything into existence. He was just like, yo, yeah. I'm going to be the fucking greatest rapper ever. And, like, he was literally, like, remember when he was in the studio, like, like literally, like, trying to play these hits, they, their future hits to these people, and they're just blowing them off. Like, eh, right. Eh, it's all right. And I'm like, he's literally playing a hit. Like, he's literally playing a legendary hit right now that's going to be a hit in the future. Like, how the fuck did they get it? It's like right. insane. Chills. Well, and Chills. when he's in the, when he had the, the, the car accident and he's in the dentist's office and he told yep. what's his name to hit record and he's like, I want yep. this in the video. Like, <sighs> just to know song. that, just to know that ahead of time, just to know, like, like you said, I'm going to be the greatest rapper of all time. I want everything documented, right? I mean, yep. like, you document your day, you know, with weddings Unreal. and stuff, like, and all that. But like he, Unreal. like, I don't know how you know that. Like, how do you know you're going to be the greatest fucking rapper alive? And then you he's, are. He's, he's got that, 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 that fucking second-level intuition, man. I'm telling you, he's fucking a genius. The, the dude's just a genius. That's why he sounds like he's crazy. All the geniuses sound like they're fucking crazy. If you really think about what he's saying, uh, most of what he's saying... Yeah, dude, they all sound fucking nuts, but it's because they're too smart. They don't know how to, you know, like the dude knew it. The dude like and 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 I'm actually I'm big into like speaking things in existence um uh you know, uh, fucking uh, what's that shit called? Manifesting. Uh, uh, manifesting. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's real, man. Like it it's it's fucking Absolutely. real. Like I've manifested pretty much everything I have right now. Like I literally like told myself like, I'm going to do this shit and you know what I mean? So like I I ha- I'm batting a thousand with manifesting so far. It's fucking nice, real. Man. It really right, is manifesting. Well, like, yeah. Then, then, then just... keep going. Keep going on this. Let's let's uh, let's start because. Uh, so I mean, well, I don't even know if we fucking like introduced you. <laughs> oh, oh hi, Nick I'm Nick. Spinelli. All right, Nick Spinelli's here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! How do you do? Twenty one minutes into the show. I just hit 22. They'd be like Fallon like at the end of the night and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Charlie Puth. See you guys later. Bye. (laughs) Oh, by the way, that was fucking awesome what Charlie Puth just did on Fallon. That was crazy. The computer. I've been watching him hit 5.4 million likes on every fucking video. This little fucking treasure trail showing motherfucker does. He's another genius. He's another genius with fucking perfect fucking pitch. Can like tell the, the 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 note of every anything you can like knock on a desk. He's like, oh, that's an E flat. Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? How do you know that? <laughs> so, did you think? Have you seen the Fallon Charlie Puth video that's been circling? Like, what was the last? No, I, I I heard about it, but I didn't. Oh, I didn't watch the video. It's sick with a coffee Dude, cup, bro. He makes he, the whole fucking bro, beat. He went it. on. He went on Elvis Duran, and he and he looked at Elvis. He goes, "Can you play some of your old jingles like Z one hundred, like that sort of stuff." And so they play like Z one hundred. He goes, okay, the Z is an A. Like he started naming the different like whatever the fuck yeah. it is. I don't he has know, perfect pitch. Yeah, he knew he like what pitch. each what each like note was. 
in the fucking radio jingle. Like, who the fuck you? I don't. That's I, a, that's another fucking level. Like, that's another yeah. level. Like, you are so musically inclined that you can pick out every single note and exactly where it's at too. Like, he literally picks out not only like the note, like a C, but he knows which octave C. Yeah, and, and like it's it's unbelievable to me. Like I can't wrap my mind around it. Like that that's yeah. a certain type of like the dude needs to test his IQ. Yeah, if he hasn't already. Uh, and and to boot, shit. he's got like an actual personality, which normally a lot of those people just don't. Like it's tough to be <clears> both. <throat> like so, he's literally a, a unicorn in the diamond in the rough. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and um, that's but why, we are that's not here. killing it. We're not here to talk about Charlie Puth. We're here to talk about we're not Nick, bro. What the fuck, man? Look at you. Just look at you. Look, look at this how fucking far hat you've come. you got on. Look and, at this fucking and, guy. And your crooks and castles and your lovely little fucking, what is that, a, a Freddy Krueger sweater? Yeah, <laughs> like that? What are you? You like your that? headphones through that bitch every... <laughs> you like that? I do, I do. Listen, I'm I ran my not... headphones so it's more aesthetically pleasing I do for your viewers. I did that for you, pleasing. Kevin, okay? I, bro, I switched to using earbuds on Twitch because of you. So don't think I don't notice this shit. I switched out of earbuds on Twitch, actually. I, fucking, oh, you I don't did. know how you guys yeah, use those. So like, I've seen people DJ with those. Nick, you DJ with those, like, fucking... Only when I forget my headphones. Yeah, these are my backups. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we all keep a, a, a pair of earbuds in our backpack, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Just in case. 100%. You have I, I have oh, a come on, toad Jordan. booth, and I literally have my headphones in the little case. Yeah. And it goes well, in that's a special circumstance. But, you like, they generally break, speaking, you want to have... A, yeah, that's true, too. Sometimes, like, the top rim... Yep. You got the bride. No, the, dude, I've tried gaff tape. I, I've broken two of those RCF Iconicas so because I. of, yep, really. bro, you wear those things outside and they snap. But anyway, um, I mean, what if the bride, co- right? She comes behind and she just goes wink and just yanks those things in fucking half. It's in my contract. Mm-hmm. She's paying for new ones. That's it. But um, you, she can't yeah, then buy you, you punch a her in the throat, right Kevin. There, shorty. <laughs> what? I said, then you punch her in the throat, Kevin. <laughs> And you Come pack on, man. Shit and lay. Fucking judo chop, bro. It's it's funny you mentioned that. So we had a we have Clemson Tigers is huge down here. So like every now yeah. like every weekend, the Clemson Tiger is out at a wedding that we're at. And uh, I remember the Tiger came up and acted like he wanted to DJ or whatever. And he took gaff the tape fixing these shorty is gaff tape know. fixing these Try motherfuckers. You, you don't have it on. You don't I have. have. I've used electrical tape. tape. My other pair. Electrical I've, I've, I've tape. What do you they mean? are fucked. I, 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 the same thing happened to me. That's why I stopped using those headphones. I mean, I, I have, love RCF I have a box, speakers. Uh, literally but... unopened, just because I'm too scared just to use them. No, but I'm the Clemson Tiger like went to act like he was going to DJ and take a photo, and he took the headphones. Well, the fucking, you know, the top, well, yeah, and the he's mascot got the... got heads or this dude. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, literally yeah. stretched. Like I was like, no, please don't, please, please take don't. it off. Yeah, and he's not even lit. What is he holding it up to his fake fucking tiger ears? ears like, what the like, fuck's wait, the matter no, with you? Like, bro, like you put- don't need the headphones, bro. Just, just pretend to scribble and get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> you can't see. You I would hear. smack that fucking mascot, Stupid. bro. He literally had like it was like this. Like I don't yeah. know if you can see it, but it was like it was literally yeah, yeah. To his pretend ears, to his pretend ears. They're not even his real ears. There's no utility in that. That would make me so mad. You know what's bro. funny, bro? You know what's funny is I didn't even think can, about that till now. It's his fake fucking ears. It's not yes, like, yes. Bro, not even, it's not even he's trying to put earbuds like, in him. He's still not gonna hear a fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. He's literally fucking putting them over the ear just for a photo op. Like it's not even. There's no utility in that. No. You're gonna break my headphones for that? Right. Yeah. Sweet. Get some fucking loudspeakers. I would have went Adam Sandler on him. And Adam Sandler beat up a mascot at some point. 
I feel Did like he, one of those movies. Yeah, he, uh, he punched yeah, the mascot and, uh, and the fucking Gilmore. thing. Happy Gilmore, was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, that's Gilmore. what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a movie I have seen, Kevin. I'm very proud of you. I'm that's found, a great fucking film. Um, all right. What are we what are we talking about with you, bro? Um Bro, HQ. That's that's originally why we wanted to bring you on because it was going to be the way. <laughs> Stop making those fucking faces, you psycho. Because uh, we wanted to talk about your time in HQ headlining, at, and I know you've opened up a couple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, dude, it was it was fun. It was it was a whole night. Um, we got there early. We there was some football on, so everybody was enjoying their time. You know, kick it. Dude, yeah. Everybody yeah. fucking showed up. Films by Jay. Jani, yeah, uh, Demand crazy. did not show up, even though he promised he would. That's right. Demand did not show up after yeah. promising him would. You're right. He, um, Demand didn't drive somewhere to see someone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah imagine that's that. Exactly. Yep. Just mm-hmm. that out there. Motherfucker. Just, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's, that's, that's truth right there. Yep. That's it. Um, but it was a good time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a, bro, it was a great time, right? Man hit so, stop uh, on the show already. Did you have fun, Nick? I had a great time. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. It was it was fun. We uh we had like you had like three tables of fans there right alongside you, which was super cool. Um, it was a Thursday night in the fall, so it's not like it's a fucking summer banger night or yeah. anything like that. But I know Teddy and I were out there dancing. We were up until fucking five in the morning, and you guys yeah. like went out gambling, and that's like like fuck that. I'm not fucking. Hell no. I had to work yeah. a wedding the next day and the day after that. So it hit the tables a little bit right before I left. I didn't have yeah. a wedding the next day. I had the day off, so nice man. Yeah, you've been, uh, you've been you know what you know what makes me very happy is seeing you finally get like some weekend time off. Because you went to the Eagles game this past weekend by yourself, fucking nerd. Um mm-hmm. and uh, why does it make him a nerd? Like he's a diehard Eagles fan. I'm just mad because they played the Cowboys and I and they won. And I right. also hope that you FaceTime Nate Nelson the entire time. See, I didn't have a, like, you know how it is in a stadium where you're like, you don't have a signal. So I couldn't FaceTime him, but I was definitely sending him plenty of pictures and uh, plenty of middle fingers and everything else and uh, letting him have it, you know, let, let him know who the fucking boss is because he was talking all this shit before. I actually, because I flew to Dallas last year to watch the Dallas game and Eagles and uh, they got their ass whooped. So, like, that was brutal. So, redemption. like, it was good to, yeah, like the good old fucking redemption. But um, Nate texted me in the fourth quarter. No, I texted him. I said, hey, are you feeling okay? That's all. I just, just a, he knew. He texted me back. He goes, we can still come back. It was the fourth quarter. I was like, what? It was and still so close, I text- though, at one point. It was like 2016 or something like that. Uh, no, the the fourth, no, by the time it was like, it, no, there was no way they're coming back. Yeah, no, I forget the exact score, but uh, but yeah, no, we uh, we shut him down at the end. I mean, there was a chance, but yeah, we shut him down at the end. Yeah, I texted him was... back, and I said, yo, I'll, let's put 100 on it. Like, cause I know he yeah. likes to gamble. And then of course, then he was like, nah, I'm good. I can't, you know, like got kids and I got to feed the family. Yeah. Yeah. He's real hard for work. That name Nelson. Oh. <laughs> uh, so HQ was fun. Um, bro, talk to uh, a little bit about like double down entertainment. Cause they got you re- recently booked on something fucking pretty fucking massive too. That honestly what? is like a, is like a dream of mine to eventually have a mix on, uh, Pipples. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shouts to them, man. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's it's definitely. I'm I'm super thankful for them, and it's like uh, something I I that was one avenue I I don't do at all is mixes and radio. Like I never did either. Um, you know what I mean? Like the only mixes I have are like you just live recordings of like me at a wedding or me at a club or whatever, and then and that's it. Like I never like produce a mix. Like I never like just sit down here and make a mix and. 
you know, I get requests for it and all that. And it's just like, it's one of those things that like, I'm just like, yeah, I'll do it one day. And I just procrastinate. I never do it. Like I'm, I'm weird. Like I'm, I'm really bad at that. Like I need like to be forced to do it. And them saying they approached me and they were like, Hey, listen, you know, we want, we'd love to give you a residency and you kind of just make a mix a month. And I said, yes, because number one, I mean, obviously, you know, it's cool to be on the radio and all that, but also it's literally going to force my ass to make a mix. Like I have the next two, two deadlines already. Like I had, so I know I, I have a mix due this day and mix due this day. So like, you know, it forces me to get in here, get in this room and like make a mix and think of ideas and like, and you know, get my creative juices flowing and all that. So like, I'm super thankful all around. Like it's going to help me be a better DJ. It, I can, I have mixes to put out there so I can, you know, cause you air them and then I can like add it to my SoundCloud and Mixcloud and all that. So like other people can listen if they give a shit. And, uh, yeah, so I'm thankful for them. I mean, double down, you know, I fucking, I wanted to be uh, on their list of DJs uh, to get booked like that. That was like that was it wasn't by accident like that. Like I wanted that. I've always wanted that for a long time ever since I you know, they came there's they're a newer um, organization. So Jason Weiss and Zach Seidman started it. Um, I think like they they really like went all in maybe 2017, 2016. I could be wrong, but like it wasn't too long ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And. They're, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're great at what they do. They're great with relationships, okay. everything. Jason Weiss is a great DJ. And like, you know, they kind of like, um, you know, slowly but surely kind of like started booking a lot of places around here. And then like within like a year or two, you know, they were like the main peeps around and, you know, and I heard of them and everything. And I always in my head, I was like, man, I wish I could like, you know, be a part of their crew and like get booked on clubs. But like, I'm a wedding DJ. Like, why the fuck would they ever want me? You know, and I purposefully. Um, when they started doing Thursday nights at HQ, um, it was a year ago, actually, like a couple weeks ago. So it was like, yeah. it was the Halloween party. Vice was playing. I'll never forget it. Um, Vice was playing. And I was like, I told my girl, I was like, yo, we got to dress up. We got to go out there. Like, let's, let's, let's put on some costumes. Let's go to the, the first night of Thursday nights at HQ. And we went there and, and, um, you know, I knew Zach and Jason, like just from like around or whatever. So, and they were super nice and, you know, like, let's, you know, hang out and booth and all that, you know, we, we got to talking. And then ever since I went out that one night, I, like, I told my girls, like, you know, I'm trying to like, I, I'm, I'm trying to get in with like double down and all them. And like, I just want to like, I, and, and in general, I want to start going out more and I want to start like listening to other DJs and just like, that's just, I just didn't do that. Like I never like. I wouldn't consistently go out and listen to other DJs and like, you know, absorb, like just see how the club world works and all that. Like I didn't, I was so new to all that. So, you know, only like a year ago, I was like, you know, I told her I was going to start doing it. She's like, yeah, no problem. And then, you know, I literally at least every other week, sometimes multiple weeks in a row, I would go out to AC, you know, on Thursdays, you know, Thursdays when I let my hair down, I would just go out and just, you know, hear the headliner and, and check out and, you know, meet everybody in the club and like, you know, see how everything works and like talk to Jason, ask him questions, talk to Zach, ask him questions and just like, you know, figure out this like whole new territory, you know, that I've never like really ventured out in. And, um, you know, and after a, a few months, um, you know, they offered me, you know, hey, like, you know, if you want, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, you know, if you want to give us our available dates or whatever, like, I'll, I'll see if, you know, if we need anybody, we can put you in spots. And I'm like, you know, and I, and, and I was like, in the, on the inside, I'm like, fucking yes. But I'm like, but, but listen, I don't want to step on their toes. Like, again, like, I got plenty of weddings. I don't need, you know, this is for fun. Like, the club thing's for fun. So, like, it's not like I need yep. to, you know, this isn't to pay my bills. It's just like for fun. And mm -hmm. I want to do clubs. You know, I want to, you know, because clubs are valuable too. I think, like, as a wedding DJ, you know, if you do like bars and clubs, 
clubs. Like it keeps you dialed in. It, yeah. It's a whole nother challenge. It's a whole different way to play. And it definitely translates to weddings. Like the, you know, since I started, you know, doing more clubs and bars and everything, like it, it, it's definitely helped me. Like there's so many like little routines I discovered at clubs, so many little things I play that like, you know, translate right to weddings that works at weddings. So, um, so yeah, I, I just, I went out a lot Yeah, I just literally just like, you know, from the ground up and just went out a lot and, and, uh, you know, shook a lot of hands and met a lot of people and learned as much as I could absorb. And I never asked for anything. And I think that's a major key. Like, you know, if you're a DJ, listen to this and you're thinking, you know, like you want to get into clubs or whatever, you know, just go out, but like, don't go out and be like, yo man, like, you know, by the way, like if you need anybody, like, let me know, yeah, like, yeah. don't even shoot your shot. Like they know what the fuck you're doing. They know, they know you're a DJ. They know that you would do a gig if they asked you, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I never asked for anything, like, and, cause I don't want to ask for anything. You know, I don't want to, I don't even want to make anybody feel a certain type of way for saying no. Like, I don't want to put somebody in yeah. position that like, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting my shot and now they have to say no to me. And now it's awkward now. Cause we had that conversation. Like, like right. I never asked for a fucking thing, but then when he did ask, I'll fuck yeah. And then like, and then, you know, and then you do the first one and if you do a good job and then it just, you know, it starts from there and then you slowly kind of build it up. So like all this was pur purposeful, like the, like the clubs was an avenue I wanted to really start. And I still want like and I'm still working at like I want to be half clubs, half weddings. Like I want to do half weddings and then like half clubs or, you know, another stuff or whatever, you know, but like I, I, I don't want to do all weddings anymore. Like I want to have a good variety. I, I think, you know, that that's I'm, I'm happiest when I have a good variety. If I do all weddings like last year was the fucking like i want to say it's the worst i made so much money and everything was great and like i had a great time don't get me wrong but like when you're at wedding 110 for the year yeah it's mm. fucking draining man like like you don't want like when you do four weddings a weekend five weddings a weekend every single weekend for six seven eight weeks in a row this is real life like i'm not even fucking with you like it was insane it's like you get to fucking the monday wedding and you're like oh my god I don't fucking want to DJ anymore. I think I'm starting to think about corporate jobs. I'm like, you know what? I could just, I, I you know, best, you know, remember employee of the month with like Dane cook. It looks yeah. so fun to work at BJ's. I can get the little <laughs> ski, look at little fucking skates, put the little oh, fucking little skates got, on and skate around. Little, I can you get your hang nook, out, you know, yeah, the, the nook. The, yeah. The nook in the fucking, in the, in the, in the bulk section, you know, right. like, Maybe, you know, maybe that's where it's at. You know, I, why am I doing this? This is terrible. Like, you know, and when you get to that point, you're doing too much, you know, and yeah. I'm happiest when I'm doing a variety when it's like, you know, 50 weddings a year, maybe 60, 60 ish. And then like and then the rest clubs and stuff. That's where I'm happy. And that's what I'm shooting for, you know, yeah. but like getting into bigger nightclubs isn't easy, especially as a wedding DJ. It's it's literally impossible. I think I'm like I'm, I'm one of the very few that that were lucky enough to do the headline a major nightclub. Yep. And I'll always be thankful. I can't believe they even let me head. Like, I wasn't expecting the headline this soon, to be honest with you. Like, I can't believe they even took a chance on me because, you know, it's a fucking, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's unprecedented. Like I don't, who the fuck headlines nightclubs and does DJ and who, what wedding DJ, who wedding DJs for a living headlines nightclubs, like literally like, like, I don't know of any personally. Yeah. That well, it's different of. for you guys up there because. Because you're saying headlining and all that, like down here, it's, it's just like you walk in at you know. 10 we don't have any major nightclubs down there, yeah, though. Right. I yeah. mean, you can like, you can really only look at like true metro major cities, yeah. So New, New York, York City, City, Baltimore, Philadelphia, AC, right. Philadelphia, yeah. Even I don't even know if Bmore is even like that wild anymore. You know, I, was I, actually, I honestly don't know anything about the Baltimore. I was club talking scene. to a guy at a record store yesterday, and and we were both in the house section, and he clearly wanted to get into my row. 
And I was just like, all right, here you go, man. Like, take it. And he's like, no, man, I can't even buy any of those anymore. I used to be so deep in the Be More house scene. Like, I cannot listen to this shit. And it's just, it's crazy to think, like, even just 10, 20 years ago, how different things were, you know? So now it's, like, very, very heavy, you know, like, Vegas, like, I guess California is completely different because they have well, a bunch of metro areas, you know? Well, no, I th- I think, like, open format's coming back, and I think that's that's where the niche is for us wedding DJs to get in the club. That's kind of why, that, like, yeah. I, w- I, th- I think it's kind of why they took a chance on me because open format is what works at clubs. Like, the best moments at a club is when the club DJ plays a regular-ass song. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like I, I saw a scene drop living on a prayer at HQ. Bro, that was what? another cool thing too. I got to like, I got to, I saw all these awesome, they bring in the best DJs on the Thursdays. Best, like dude. I saw four color Zach DJ scene, fucking shout to fashion. Fucking uh, Angie V was so good. She's a, she rips. Uh, who else? Like, so all these like really good DJs. So I'm watching what they're playing. The greatest reactions they got were wedding songs. So huh. in my head, I'm like, I think, like, I truly think open format is, like, where it's at. Like, it's coming back. And I think, so that's where, like, I want to almost, like, brand myself as, like, a like a really good open format DJ, you know? Because, like, who, like, I, I feel like wedding DJs are the best open format DJs. Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're really good at open format because, like, that's literally what we have to do. Like, nobody can play, like, we, nobody plays more open format than a wedding DJ because we have to play for fucking Anthana, Grandma, and, and then that stupid nine-year-old you know, with stinky armpits that wants to hear some stupid song. And I'm like, bro, like, I, I don't, like, I don't give a fuck. Like you live with your parents. Song. I'm not playing your song. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Corn fucking song. Right. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The corn. I like corn cause it's so delicious or some shit. <laughs> it's corn. I'm just, if I hear that fucking one more time. Yeah. It's corn. Yeah. Hey man. Oh, shit. That looks but, yeah, but, a lot but, of money. That's the cool him, thing, man. man. Can't knock the hustle at all. Open. Open yeah. formats coming back though, big time. Well, so you've always you've always made your weddings so clubby, like anyway. That I feel like it, because you, like so you you started off at like smaller bars and stuff like that. You know, obviously I've been there alongside your journey for a long time. Yeah, you um, were there for my first club gig. Remember that? I I forgot my laptop. And you went and got it or hard drive. And he's you told and got the story it. on the show before. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was my first ever like real club gig with a house. Well, system. so we you did that. 18 and over party with Herc. Mm-hmm. That's who it was with, right? I still have the poster from that party. And that, that's no when. No way. Yeah, I still have that poster. And Herc headlined that party. I yeah. remember he played the most disgusting shit. Like, that's when Trap came out. Not Trap Hip Hop, but like Trap. And he played like OK and like all this Trap shit. It was oh the my sickest God. shit. Oh. Remember that era? OK. Like, yeah, those crazy ass Trap beats. He's yeah, still yeah, yeah. Didn't, you didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and uh, and then for some fucking reason, there's no way I had a good set. Like I feel like I sucked back then. But like for some fucking reason, Herc was like, "Yeah, man, pretty good. Um, if you want, I can put you in with Harrisburg." Like unsolicited. I never met this guy in my life, and I still we still follow each other and talk to this day. Like shouts yeah. to fucking Herc. He's an O fucking G. He's such a good DJ too. That's what's up. But like unsolicited for no fucking reason, this guy comes up to me at that fucking rave and he's like, "Yo, man, so was pretty good, man. I could put you in with Harris uh, the people of Harrisburg." And I'm like, "Holy shit, can you?" He's like, "Yeah, I can." And then like I was so excited at the time, and then like we're Getting them with the, I left there and I'm like, you know what? Like, is he really going to? Like, I, I can't expect anything. Like, so I'm just going to let it go. Sure enough, he's like, all right, man. So this is so and so. I'm giving him your number. They need someone for tonight. And I'm like, what? what? And it was like a Friday night or something, I think, right? At Bourbon Street Saloon. Bourbon and they're like, yo, can you get here? And I guess the DJ backed out. And I mean, it's just like that that stereotypical DJ story where it's like, like that's how you get in. You you you, you know the, the the DJ is supposed to be there, backed out. You're the on right. call guy. You save the day. All of a sudden, all right, right. now you're on their list because you yeah. saved the fucking day. 
And um, and that was it. And that was like my first. That's when I I'm so thankful for that, too, because through that, I got a residency in Harrisburg where I played Sawyer's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They paid me seven hundred dollars a week guaranteed because it was an outside bar. So if it rained, we got off. So there were some weekends where like it rained all weekend and I didn't even have to work at all. So it was only Wait, open on in the summertime. Second. Three nights. Yep. You were doing five hour sets. Uh, yeah. A night. Yep. Five hours. 15 hours. Yep. Uh, so you're talking basically 20 with travel. Yeah. And you're making 700 fucking bucks, bro. We were that was money over though. the fucking moon. I was like, bro, you fucking did it. You fucking did it. Like, you got to understand, done. though, back, back then, that was pretty good fucking money, that though. You know what money. I mean? Especially in Central PA. It's, money. Like, I think my rent was like maybe $800 a month or something then with the electric like, included. Your rent was, dude. It was like seven ninety five. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> so, like, so 700 a week was fucking crazy back then. Um, rent but, in a uh, week. Yeah. We're still and fucking working you were working at guitar center at the same time yeah. and stuff like that. wait 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 guitar yeah. center well yeah. so wh while i was doing that i was like all right well so all i have to do is dj like thursday friday saturday i got my guaranteed 700 i was like how can i make more money and i was like well i'll go work at guitar center i'll get the guitar center discount so i can buy equipment and i can make extra money but that was like but then i realized you work at a guitar center is like a fucking literally a car dealership it's like working oh, yeah. at a car dealership it's like commissions to the gods it's like 3 months of training boot camp you fucking got to sell 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 it was terrible so i ended up just like i, I literally worked 2 months i think and just never showed up again just so like i literally ghosted up, yeah Straight i literally go, ghosted that job but the the, the $700 a week residency all summer, and then in the wintertime, they put me in different places, and then the next summer, I did it the next summer. So it was two summers in a row plus the wintertime in between. That was my 10,000 hours of mixing. That was what I needed. That was literally 15 hours a week, every fucking week. I, I was playing the same place, so I had to, like, switch it up. And also, at that place, if you remember, Kevin, zero hip-hop. And when I mean zero yes, hip-hop... Fucking zero. Like, you can name the lightest hip-hop song you know Christina I'm not allowed to play. Million. Can't play it. No fucking way. Like, it was, mm -hmm. there was no hip-hop whatsoever. If there was okay, a we kick get, drum, you were out. Like, it was fucking out. Like, you literally, I'll never forget one time I played, um, it was like two months into my residency, and I dropped a public service announcement by Jay-Z, right? And I'm like, fuck it. And I knew I was doing wrong, too. I knew in my head, I'm like, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. But I'm like, public service announcements, like, you play it for 50 seconds, right? So I'm like, I'm just going to play this real quick. I know it's going to go off, whatever. I played out. it. Everyone goes off. Everyone goes Allow crazy. me to reintroduce myself. Everyone's my like, name is oh! Oh! Right, and everybody's fucking bop, 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 right? And then I get out right away, right? Get out, go to the next right. song, and the next song is, is like, you know, what I'm supposed to be playing, right? Literally, two seconds later, the owner comes up. His name was Ron. He looked oh, at me right in the Ron, eye dude. while I was DJing. He was like, do you like fucking DJing here? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yes. He was like, then don't you ever fucking play another hip-hop song here again. You know what the fuck you did. Don't you ever fucking play a hip-hop song here again. And I was like, I'm sorry, and I never did again after that. Like, you fucking scared the shit out of me. So, like, so... Literally it was the same camera that I was taking photos. Yeah, of. that's the one? <laughs> Holy shit. I still got that one photo. Oh, I, I, the, I was rocking... one. Bro, yeah. grainy as fuck. Terrible color. If I could redo everything, I would. Oh, my it's still solid. God. Is that the it's same camera that we caught Kevin drooling with? Is that no, the same? No, 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 no. That was my cell phone. That was, like, my iPhone 4. This iPhone 4 or 3 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Like, oh, fuck. Fuck you, um, dude. I'm the first wait. viral video you had, though, bitch. That like, was before the club residency, too. You got to realize that, that, that drooling one was like two years before all yeah. this, but. 
Well, I can't wait for but Kevin like, to put it in post, so I can't wait for it to yeah. see, see it on the show. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta send me that then, Nick, because you but took the, it off your channel, didn't you? That is the most drool I've ever seen. Yeah, delete. I don't think I have it anymore. I, I, I'll find it. I, it's on Facebook. It's like a Facebook. still on Facebook. Oh, it is but on like, Facebook. I'll get it. Yeah. But, but the point is, is like, you know... Having a DJ residency like that, but then also having the like limitation of like not being able to play hip hop, like that was uh, twenty two. Yeah. Like that was that was truly ten thousand hours. I had to think outside the box. I had to move a crowd for five hours, and it got packed there too. So it was so Focus. fun. But like I had to move a crowd for five hours without hip hop, and like that, like that was the most valuable time ever. Like like looking back, like I truly learned how to throw down there. Like that's when I learned how to mix mix, and then. Right after that, I fucking left. I got an opportunity, and I moved back to Jersey to be a full-time you know, wedding DJ for this company. He hired not me full-time SE. to do sales. Not for SE, a different company. And he hired me. He was like, listen, I'll pay you, I think it was 800 bucks a week to do sales plus weddings. And I was like, fucking A, now I can really make the jump. So I was lucky enough to have the opportunity, so I didn't like make a jump just on gigs. You know what I mean? And then I made the jump there. And then after that, that's when I like got into scratching, went to Scratch Academy and all that and involved it. But like my mixing came from like that residency. Like it so it's crazy how shit works out. Like if it wasn't for like DJ Herc put me on that party, I would probably be like a full time car salesman right now. Like I like I don't think I would be Literally. DJ like I would be doing twenty weddings a year and I'd be selling cars and I'd just be like just on the side, whatever. Like I don't think any of this would have you know what i mean like you can like trace everything it's insane how life works like life has a like what one thing i learned in my older age life has a funny way of working out man like everything has a funny way of working out like it just on its own but life uh finds a way so like it, it, the, what, what, what was the age that you like you because i think all of us are i think all of us even like at a young age we're always attracted to music like i think that's why we're all doing this or whatever you do in music like when, I don't know. Like when did you first touch turntables? When did you kind of know, like, oh, oh, this is the route I want to. Like, this is what I want to do. So, um, like, I was like music and all. That. Yeah, you want to yeah, hear like yeah. uh, how well, many listen, how, you, how many wedding DJs had that shit? When I was four years old, I heard right. my first song, uh, and ever I since then, I knew I friends. wanted to be a DJ because my. My like, personal love for music, you were and I just like I fucking hate that shit. But so I was in a band. I all right. I, Whoa, I always lo- I I oh, always loved trash. music from a young age. But like I so I I was a um I started playing piano as a young age, and, but I always wanted to learn how to play drums. I would air drum shit right, and and I literally I feel like I taught myself how to play drums by air drumming. Like I never could afford a drum set. But then one day my mom finally bought me a drum set. I think I was 14 years old. She bought my drum set. And then me and my buddy started a band and then we were in a band until I was about 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, that's it's pretty much when we broke up and we weren't serious anymore. Um, where I lived, there was an insane scene, uh, scene for bands. Um, we would, they would bring in um, a headliner and then all the local bands would open. So it would be like every show would be like five bands. It'd be four local bands and, and a headliner. And the headliner would be like, you know, up and coming bands like um, uh, one of the shows, it would be like, uh, uh, you know, Seosin or um, I saw Yellow Card right down the street here before they were big. You know what I mean? Like things like right. that. Um, a couple of the bands never made it like mainstream, like Yellow Card, but like they were like, like big Seosin's and signed. Still big. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Seosin. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other ones uh, that there were around, uh, you know, uh, Census like Fail. Um, oh. You know what I mean? Shit yeah. like that. 
<laughs> so like we had a crazy scene. So we so as a teenager, you know, the, the thing to do on the weekends were to go to shows. You you went to a show on Thursday night, Friday night, VFWs, bowling alleys. You went to shows. We were in a band, so we would always try and get in the shows. We would play some of them, but if we weren't in the show, we would still go. Like yeah. that was just a life. And um, so I lived that life. You know, we were in the we played shows. We had so much fun, like in the band, and try to make it and recorded our demos. We would pay our We'd pay the 40 bucks an hour in a studio, save up all our money and spend 500 bucks to record three songs, you know, because like it wasn't easy to record back then. Right. You had to hire somebody and it yeah. still sounded like shit and all that. In the midst of all this, I worked at a restaurant and um, I, I, I made the salads. I was the salad guy. So like because the salad came with every meal. So I was the fucking salad guy. And then like there was a banquet hall upstairs and I would help serve the banquets as well. So like I would serve and bus and all that. And the banquet hall was famous for its 1995 ahead weddings wasn't the nicest banquet hall in the world but it did 1995 and it included a champagne toast and they did a bunch of fucking weddings up there right there's the stage just a regular vfw type banquet hall like so Sandler i did both singing on the stage like that sort of thing fucking literally like straight out of the 80s or 90s yeah. right yeah and um yeah, so um, so there was a house DJ there that was there all the time that they were recommended that got booked there all the time. And then one day he asked the owner of the restaurant, like, yo, I need someone extra. And she recommended me. And then the rest is history. He offered me 10 bucks an hour to be his assistant um, for weddings. And I went along with him. And, uh, you know, 10 bucks an hour back then was double the minimum wage. So I was making I made $60 a wedding. And it was fucking great money back then, like insane. So I was like, fuck, great. And I, I, I did, you know, he, he DJed a lot. He probably did like 80, 90 at least weddings a year. And I did almost every wedding with him. So, um, you know, I worked with him for a couple of years. It was only like maybe two years in. He started like, let me um, do my own thing, you know, and he's like, I got into it. And, you know, and that, that's how it all started. Funny story. I actually recently worked. His name is Charlie. I actually recently worked with Charlie uh, two weeks ago. I had a I had a I think it was a Friday. off. Oh, it was right after I did HQ. I did HQ that Friday after HQ. Right. I had off. I fucking I, I've been dying. I haven't worked with Charlie in 15 years. Right. And I hit him up. I'm like, yo, bro, like, are you are you working this Friday? And he's like, yeah, I'm working down in uh, AC. And I was like, all right, cool. Can I work with you? He's like, yeah. So like I went and I DJ his wedding for him. I fucking uh, like low key, you, you know, like I didn't tell nobody or whatever. But right. like I just I just for old time's sake, I just haven't worked with him so long. It, like bro, brought back memories. Um but that's how I got into DJing. And then but then the band broke up and I'm like, fuck, like, you know, I can still do the music thing because I loved being in a band and like, you know, like performing and all that. I was like, well, I can still do the music thing, but I don't have to, you know, deal with other band members. I could just right. do my own thing. Like, this is the perfect. And then I went all in and I, I got into it and I've been DJing ever since. You know, I, I was DJing Sweet Sixteens when I was 16. I DJed my own prom. I, um, you know, I, I you know, and I, I did my first wedding when I was 17. Um, Keith, I forget the bride's name. Red Pine in, never fucking forget it. Scared to death, and um, and then after that, you know, I did about, I, you know, I would have all through college. I did probably ten, fifteen weddings a year, you know, um, and then I went full time when I was twenty four. Jeez, and ever since I was twenty four, I've been averaging eighty, ninety, but some years over hundred, but I would say on average eighty, ninety a year ever since I was twenty four. So. Yeah, I remember when yeah. demand um, kind of toward the end of COVID, like 2020, I guess beginning of 2021, or even like end of 2020, I think it was. I mean, there were some nights he was doing like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like and, you know, just mm -hmm. trying and to get Monday you guys too. all caught up uh, mm -hmm. from everything. Yeah. I can't imagine that was last doing year. A, it was nuts. Yeah, I can't imagine doing 110. I mean, I, like, I, was, I mean, Ke Kevin's going to laugh at this, but I have five this month, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like as an owner. He's like, overwhelmed. 
you know, it's it's a lot, you know, because I have my other guys. I have to you make sure that that you. But know, he's Jan. Well, not I won't even see Jan eyeing. He's like, um, well, the, I was gonna say like Shorty. If you're stressing over five weddings, like not stressing, it's just like I, between all the other weddings that we do have, all the other shit but, that I have to do behind the scenes and then hours. But mine. like, d- definitely look at your processes, then, man. If I'm being yeah. honest, like, because like, because Janai does twenty fucking weddings a month, and 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 then and then he has to deal with all us too. Like, you know what I mean? So like, if you're stressing, like, you got like, don't, like, are you are you one of those people that don't delegate? Yeah, so you know, he Ke- is. Kevin, no, yes, Kevin, Kevin, is shorty. Ke- Kevin, you know, like, 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 like. Kevin and I have had that conversation where, you know, I think, and it's not that I want to let go of the responsibility. It's that I need to find someone that I can trust to, to do other yeah. responsibilities. But your uh, level yeah. of trust needed is so high that it's <laughs> unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got hey, it. You got hey, it. I trust you to be here every Wednesday. Yeah, you trust me to run this entire fucking thing. And that's okay. Kevin and I, that's what Kevin you and need I had to a do fight with life. Bro. Did you guys have a fight about what? We, yeah, about, about this. Show. About oh, the whole what thing? happened? Oh, talk to me, guys. Listen, listen. Just, just, just let it all turn out. Turn this into your fucking podcast. No, listen, what? Just let it all out. Let me hear I, it. I, I actually, I I'm, I'm happy to help. Talk. We welcome everybody something... to the Nick Spinelli show. Or uh, yes. uh, we're, we're going to do. I'm happy to help. I um, am supposed to be in charge of the social media stuff as October hits. Supposed to? What does that mean? Does that mean you're not I'm doing gonna, it? I'm going to. I'm going to get there, and I'm going to take responsibility for it. I'm. I'm putting it on my shoulders, Nick. Putting it on my shoulders. I'm supposed to do the social media clips. Kevin does a phenomenal fucking job at editing the show for YouTube, uh, the long format uh, show, the 16 by 9, whatever. Or the other way, sorry. What? A- anyway, I slacked and haven't been posting clips. Kevin's been having to pick up the slack. Kevin finally called me, I don't know, a week and a half ago, and um, I had to kind of hold my phone, like, out here. Uh, I you choose, know, just to, bro. Just to kind of chewed on the phone, just like. to kind of you know, but but I also I will say that like I am the first to go. Hey, you know what? Like, you're right. Uh, you know, I fucked up. You know, I'm not going to be like ah, go fuck yourself, right? Like, uh, you know, unless I would have liked it if you did. So, I would sometimes been even, yeah. Sometimes you need need a kick in the ass or whatever, and sometimes right. you know you got you got to talk stuff out. Things you know when you have a partnership, you know it's all natural. It's okay, guys. You know right. you can't get I down also, on each other. I also kind of told him, I said, look, at the end of the day, too, our show has made $34 in a year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the 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 business the business is, you know, I, I mean, I can't Shorty. be on the street. But I do Shorty. understand that I need to delegate responsibility where I need to just pick a day, just put it all away, and do Shorty. the and get the shit done. Shorty, I can I give you a big piece of advice? Absolutely, hundred percent. When it when it comes to social media content, podcasts, videos, whatever the fuck you post on the interweb, never, ever, 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 ever think about the money. Doesn't matter. Money don't matter. It don't matter. I'm not saying about the money. Well, I'm just saying, like, don't look at it. Like, listen, like, look at it as almost a legacy thing, something you can leave for your kids. Look at it as something that like you're providing value for other people and you're right. just put, never look at the money. Never look at like, well, like this is, you know, fuck this because I only make $30 off it. Like, you know, right. like w- w- when you think about that, then, then, then cause, oh, listen, when I first started YouTube and I was literally making $2 a month, yeah. I could easily be like, I'm making $2 a month. Why the fuck am I doing this and quit? Now I make right. 12 to 1500 a month on YouTube alone. You know, right. 
because I didn't quit because I didn't think about the money. I give a fuck. Whatever. I'm just, I'm putting the videos out here one day. You know, I always thought when it comes to content, right? Content creation in general, you know, you're going to start here and, and, and and why most people don't make it is because like it takes so much work and, 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 and so much fucking like, like you got to just ignore all that shit for so long until it finally pops off. You know what I mean? Like it's so, it's so easy to quit because you can look at the analytics and be like, you know, no one gives a shit. What the fuck am I doing this for? You know what I mean? Like, like think about it. I always thought about it as leaving a legacy, you know, like, like, like all my videos, you know, worst case, if no one ever watched them, you know, my kid can like go online one day and like at least see me, you know, and hear me yell my opinions and like see me, you know, like, like my fucking, my fucking dad died in a car accident. Like I'd kill for a video. My dad, like I, like I, I can hear his voice still kind of, but like, it's in my head. Like I have nothing. I don't have a voicemail from him. Nothing. I fucking lost it all. And I never videotaped him. You know what I mean? So like, I don't have shit. So like you're leaving a legacy for your kids or for something, you know, and just, and just as long as you're having fun, putting value out there, you keep it pushing and then you never know what's going to happen. You know, don't get cut up, caught up in the money stuff. You know, it doesn't fucking matter. Trust me. Cause like that could cloud your vision and make you stop doing something that could be potentially great. I think I, I think when I say that I'm probably saying it in the wrong way in the sense of like Kevin and I have talked where if we do the show for five years and we make $34 a year, like I, I love doing the show with Kevin. Cause like, seriously, this is like my he's, therapy. On he's a become basis. one of my best friends throughout yeah. COVID. Like we met through COVID through Twitch, through, you know, through all yeah. that. And Kevin has become a guy that I literally, he, Nick, and I don't know if he does this to you, but he, mm, he, mm, mm, he literally FaceTimes me while pooping. Like that's oh, he's how close we are. That to Nick. He's annoying as fuck, <laughs> bro. I, how do you handle it? How do you, he, he, I, I want to see his You know face. what pisses me off the most about Kevin? When I call oh. him and he answers what? Look, wait, I'll like call him. <laughs> wait, did you pick yes. up the phone and he goes, I will what? Call, I will call Kevin and he'll answer the phone and be like, what? What? <laughs> who answers the phone? Who the fuck I answers do. the phone? Like exactly, only exactly. Nick, only for Nick. The only Whatever. Funny. I'll fuck it. I could choke him the fuck out every single time. <laughs> what do you Slam say? the phone down. I, I, I hang up on him every time. <laughs> then he just goes off. He just fucking screams. It's so fuck funny. you, fuck you, and I hang up. <laughs> Why the fuck do you always answer like this goddamn fuck? And I hang up. But but we but Nick and I also play this game where, like, if I call, he'll be like, I win. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, you called me. I win. This motherfucker. I swear how did to God. You, how did you two meet? Uh, we met at college. At, we met at yeah, okay. college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we lived on the uh, we lived on the same dorm floor. Same freshman we, year. We met, yeah, we met at college. Where did you guys go to? Where did you guys go to school? Lebanon Valley High School. Okay. <laughs> Pretty high much. School. What? <laughs> Bro, it's it's capped at seventeen hundred undergrads. Yeah. And uh, it's a Christian. Uh, liberal arts Christian liberal college. Arts. The two of liberal you went Christian. to a Christian college. We went to a liberal arts Christian college, which means we have to take philosophy and a language and religion, and history, and uh, all this fucking and a religion. Yeah, Were you guys in South Carolina? What the what? Really? It may, I mean, it's Bible Belt, fucking the one notch that goes way north by yeah, accident. That's us, literally us. Yeah. yeah. Um, we. We're ridiculous. We did not belong, but we found people that also didn't belong, and well, we made a fucking shit show out of it. And it was a blast. 
And that's why we were able to have a lot of fun and make a lot of friends because, like, we really stuck out. You know what I mean? Like, we were yeah. Yeah, exactly. We didn't belong, so like, we really stuck out. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> and we, we were we 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 were that college. We fucking threw every party. I threw fucking the craziest fucking party. We had so much fun, and then like afterwards, the college became lame again, and that was it. It's just a fucking lame yeah. college. Like, have you heard l- lately, Kevin? Like the last ten years, it's terrible there. Or it's terrible. Well, we- so we were we were still living in town after we graduated, and there was this like in town deal where if you had a residency in Anvil, Pennsylvania, you could go in for like, uh, you could buy like a meal plan. And we tried, we went and we ate. Do you remember that one time that we ate in the cafeteria? Yeah, we, were, like, we bumped in. We were. We were sitting there. Anymore. We're just like, <laughs> why did we come back? Like, what? what are we doing Why are we here? here? What are we doing? Well, we recorded one of our, uh, we used to sell cars together, too. We recorded this one video. Oh, my God, dude. That video still exists somewhere. Fucking... Where did I see that video? I saw that somewhere. It's, it's on my YouTube page for sure. It's on your YouTube? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I ran it for um, F-A. Factor, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. It's factor factor automotive. automotive. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. That that company's been dead. <laughs> Are you trying to like John, give us code John, for the... John lives it. Yeah. John, John works for like a dealership over here. Like he ain't even fucking yeah. doing any of that no more. You yeah. got any deals on Sprinter vans? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, there's fucking... a used one for seventy nine thousand dollars. I'm trying to buy one. They're fucking. Yeah, Are you? No, you're better off. You're better off getting a getting something that can pull a trailer. And getting a trailer, bro. I, 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 I bought one. Pull a trailer. Stolen. Then get a trailer. Then yeah. I, I guess I'm doing that. Oh, yeah, Shorty got his trailer yeah. stolen. Did you hear about that? Bought mine in February, got jacked in April. Bro, you Where? got that fucking in front of our office. joint protector, you know? In North Carolina, you exactly. got your trailer jacked? Yeah, there's, there's meth heads out here, man. They, yeah, they, I'm, oh, dude, they cut Did everything. you have it locked up? Did they oh, cut yeah, the lock? Bro, I had 17 fucking keys to lock Jeez. every shit down. And here's the funny part. Did, was a, your shit inside, or do you nah, keep it nah, I don't. I leave it empty. Yeah, so they okay. just got right, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Justin Reed uh, is in the same. His office is in the same like business complex ours is in. Is in okay, and he goes, "Yo," he goes, uh, "He leaves his at like an extra space storage. Like he rents a, a parking spot to park it." And he's like, "Yo," he's like, "It's fucking expensive, man." He's like, "Can I just like pull my next years and we just chain them together?" And I was like, yeah, "I don't give a fuck. Just like make sure we both have a key." And literally, the Monday mine got jacked was the day he was bringing his over to, like, lock it to mine. And so I called him, and I was like, I let him know, and he goes, all right, well, just going to keep the parking spot then at Extra Space Store. Yeah. Brutal, Security, bud. Yeah. Big time. Big time. I mean, there's insurance, and it got, you know, but but still, it's just like it sucks. Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. We all go through the shit, right? And uh, I think that's that's one thing to learn, like, if we, you, your whole journey, you know, like full circle, Nick, is uh, the trials and tribulations that you go through, like that growth, man. Holy shit, does every, I think everybody needs that stuff, you know? Like, even you talk about, like, the nervousness of going into the club and stuff, and, like, honestly, as a buddy, like, I could sense it on you. Um, you know, like, you're like, yeah, sure, okay, I'm fine, everything's great, I'm good, I can't wait. Sure, man, I'll petrify, bro. You know, but, uh, dude, how, like, did it feel good to be like scared again? Like, bro, you go, you got to walk into a wedding at this point and be like, here we fucking go again. You know, 
that's not how I look at weddings, but yeah, but like I'm, I'm very comfortable at weddings, obviously. So yeah. like, you know, I have a certain swagger to me. Like when I go to do a wedding, like I, I, ain't, I ain't scared of nothing. Like I'm going to fucking handle this shit. And I also prep my dick off. So, yeah. you know, pre- if you're super prepared, then like, there's nothing really to be scared out of weddings. Like, you know, like the, the shit's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. But, yeah. um, with clubs, it's tough, man. Cause like, it's, uh, even though I had an advantage cause like I've, I've obviously seen like, you know, dozens of djs play that club open that club everything else i opened for that club three different times but um you know when you go to actually do it you know it's uh you know not it never works out as you planned you know and you gotta like uh pivot and it's just you know i've done like you know probably well over a thousand weddings so you know i have all that experience you know when am i going to get a thousand headlining gigs like you know i have to get good in the next like you know like i like i have to be like 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 when you get a headline gig, you got to be legit right away. Like, you know what I mean? There's no like, Oh, can I just do a hundred of them? And then like afterwards, yeah. So yeah. like it, it's, it's, it's that added pressure. Um, but, but I mean, uh, I think people that don't know, you know, you like people, your fa- fans is, I don't know if I should use that word, but like people that follow you on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like, yeah, I think they would think you never feel that. Like going into a club that they saw you on on video or on Instagram, they're like, "Oh, yeah, there's Nick doing his thing, right?" It's not like, I mean, hell, I saw the, you know, a clip from Kevin's Instagram, and you were just fucking crushing it, and I never, I never would have suspected there are the nerves there, because you're at that level in the club. Well, you're trying to get to that level in the clubs. Yeah, I'm fucking human, and uh, I definitely feel that shit. But it <laughs> and I humanize wanna- you. You know, I have a, um, you know, and I, I, I want to be, you know, I, I, I do like, I always, like, I want to be the best at what I do like always. So like, I'm always gonna, um, you know, like tear apart everything I do. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a, it's a sin. It, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Like, you know, like I, I, I'm never happy with a set type thing. So, um, I'm always going to pick myself apart. I'm always going to be nervous. I'm always going to like, you know, until like I truly like master it, you know, like I want to get as good at clubs as I am at weddings and I'm not there yet right now, but I will be there. And it, I, I'm just working on ways to get there, um, behind the scenes without having to, you know, uh, fail a bunch of times at a club live. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, you know, not saying I failed like this set, like I, you know, I thought I did a good job. I thought it was a good job, everything, but like, I obviously like I, I think I could have done better and in general I'm working on a lot of things behind the scenes so like the next opportunity I get the headline is going to be you know I'm hoping it's going to be great and then you know moving forward you know it, like I really truly get it down like I'm trying to like get everything you know what I mean like that's the hardest part sure. like I, I need to yeah. get, like I need I need to get good at clubs like behind the scenes you know well, I, was- and, and 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 a lot of that's just going out and watching what other DJs do and like and like you know, seeing how people react to certain songs and like taking certain notes and seeing, you know, and organizing my crates the right way, all that shit, you know? So, so do you, well, you just mentioned crates and I'm going to actually divert for what I was originally going to say is, do you have like a separate club? Like, entire? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, so I have a, uh, so wedding is its own thing, right. And everything on the mm-hmm. weddings and then the club side of it, I have, um, I have everything organized. I literally have like club opener. I have a whole hip hop folder and it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, broken down by like nineties, two thousands, tens, and then twenties. And then I have club, um, uh, I forget what I call it, but it's essentially, uh, just like remix stuff, like of like pop songs. So it's like pop remix for opener. And then I have, um, uh, opener R and B tracks, right? So like you're, you know, I don't know your destiny's child, you're fucking like all the mustard beat type mustard, stuff, like all that stuff's yeah. in there. 
Um, I have uh, opener, deep house. Like I have all this opener checks, and then like for for um, for headlining, same thing. Like a, like club headline, and then it's uh, you know uh, hip hop organized by the decades, EDM. Like everything's laid out, and then I also have a club closer, and that's all like the closing type tracks. And essentially, like with the closing tracks, like it's all like the um, like when I like if the club allows it or the bar allows it, like if they don't care how I close, like some some places I've I've, I've played some places where they're like, listen, you got to end on like 15. You know what I mean? You got to be on level 15 when you end and we want everybody to leave the club of blue balls. OK, great. Yeah. I'll, I'll end it like that. But if they give me the option, if they don't care how I end, then like my closer folder is more you know, more R and B more like, you know, I'm trying to get everybody in the club late, you know, like that, I'll play, dude. you know, your usher, your week, the weekend, shit like that. You know what I mean? And, and, and I kind of like move into that stuff, you know, uh, right. uh the, the, the turn me on Kevin littles or even more deeper than that. Like, you know what I mean? Like shit like that. So I've heard in a minute. That's, I love dude, that Kevin song, little. Man. I heard that on road, like from last week and I was like, fuck man, how am I sleeping on this shit still? Not sleeping, but um yeah dude i mean like bro first off you you did kill it you got your own fucking sign welcome to the team spinelli and everything at the club like that was yeah, fucking, a lot. bro like How you cool gotta imagine that, huh? as a buddy like that's fucking huge for me and that's teddy crazy. is like oh my god she's recording the whole fucking thing longer than i am yeah you yeah. know yeah she sent and, me all those videos later yeah bro i don't even or remember we, what the she last song me I don't remember like the last song that you played was but like when you were done and you fucking echoed out and pulled it was like that's it and and you 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 had like this little fucking hmm, sag to yourself because you've become so fucking humble for some stupid reason like it's not it's not that i'm humble i just like i'm very aware of like you know like how good something you know what i mean like i know when something could be better you know i want to i want to be the best like i don't want to like just roll into the club industry and just like what I, like i want to be the best like i want to be better than every other club dj like yeah. i like me as a wedding dj i want to be better than all the club dj like i want to be the best i want to be the shit like so like however i can get there i like i'm down I'm, i want to put in the work and i want to get there like i don't want to get i don't want to get club gigs just because i have clout like i want to get club gigs because i'm good you know so like Thanks for checking out the Radio Shorty podcast with DJ Hi Kevin. New episodes drop every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts as well as videos on our YouTube page. For exclusive clips and highlights, check out our Instagram and TikTok at Radio Shorty Podcast, and we will see you next Tuesday.